Jason Lee Podcast. We're back for an all new episode. I just thought I would get that out the way fast. So At this point, it's just becoming, oh when can I do it where you don't expect it? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Um, it's uh, Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Jason Lee Podcast. I have to let you know, please, the YouTube community, keep doing your thing and talking about us. But the numbers of this podcast are all over Facebook, millions and millions of views. And oh, <laughs> that's your shoulder. Oh. Uh, we get millions and millions of views all over social media. TikTok, what's up? We know that we're going crazy on TikTok. You know... The Jaden and uh, Blueface uh, podcast airs tomorrow everywhere that podcast streams. So if you're on SoundCloud, iTunes, um, Spotify, wherever, there's so many places where the podcast streams, go and listen to it tomorrow. So set your alarms at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then on Wednesday, you can watch it on the, on the Hollywood Unlocked YouTube channel. It's just youtube.com slash Hollywood Unlocked. So everybody is waiting for this. You guys are chanting, drop the interview. We are literally looking at the edit now. What do you think of the interview? I cannot keep my <laughs> eyes off my screen, even though I was right there watching it in real life. But it is wild. Yeah. What do you think? It's it's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's giving everything that everybody expects. I know that Will and Jada are trying to eclipse them right now with uh, headlines <laughs> and with clips. I think we've posted Jada Pinkett Smith more now than Krishan mm -hmm. this week, which is crazy. Uh, but it's an interview that I really enjoyed, and I look forward to doing more interviews on The Jason Lee Show. Um, as you know, I mentioned that uh, The Jason Lee Show is no longer on Revolt. We did a great partnership over there with them to launch the show and leveraging their platform and them leveraging our relationships. And we, you know, I'm really proud of the work that I'll give to my team right here. And those of you who say, oh, these are Jason's new coast. This is the bullpen. These are the folks who are behind The Jason Lee Show. And they join me here as I give you my opinions. As you know, when we rolled out The Jason Lee Experience, you had The Jason Lee Show that aired first with Revolt, where... Uh, we, um, you know, produce, edit, package, book, and do the show and send to Revolt to uh, distribute. And then on the Jason Lee podcast, you know, that's where I give my opinions on all things uh, topical, whether it's culture or pop culture or political, politically related. And we do that here. Um, and then the Daily Drop, as you know, on Amazon, which is daily uh, topical stuff that we get into, pop culture related. That's also now going away at the end of the month. But now that we're back in the swing of things, I mean, it's just been really important for us as a brand to be able to own and control and fully operate all of our content. We have the relationships. We have the distribution. We have uh, the audience, you, who keep coming back. And so we're going to continue to grow. And we have lots and lots of interviews already in the can and those that are coming up. Uh, Blueface and Jaden. I mean, wow. Just a lot there to unpack. And lots of shocking revelations. I mean, when you think you've seen somebody online every day, multiple times a day, and think you know everything, I have to mm -hmm. shout out Marina and Ariella, who did amazing research. Let me go ahead and give them an applause. And baby, there were some non-researchable things that came out <laughs> during the interview. And of course, he spent a lot of time talking about his penis because that's the thing that mm -hmm. has actually created all the madness. I mean, if you're crazy in love, it's because you crazily love the penis. Uh, and uh, and we get confirmation on just how good that is during the interview. Um, what? No, I mean, I, I didn't get confirmation personally. I'm just saying we as a group. As a group. Yeah. Well, watch the show. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, lots to get into today. Uh, first of all, I just want to say again to all of you watching, thank you so much for your continued support. Somebody said something to me online today on social media while I was at the car wash, while I was eating breakfast, and while I was filming the taping the Daily Drop, all at the same time. Too much. You know, people online say the craziest things. This fan came and said, I hope somebody catches you outside. And, you know, I've elevated because all the cappuccino that I'm sipping down, I'm like, you know, this is clearly a trigger. Like, you're clearly trying to get me to respond. And I did. I said, um, <laughs> you catch me on time, I'm going to shoot you in the face. Now, I have to be careful because I shouldn't be saying stuff like that. But the reality is we live in a world now where you can't take online threats as a joke. Mm -hmm. And you need to be careful who you run up on because you never know what could happen. Uh, do you think that online terrorism meaning, quote, the haters in the comments, is just getting out of control. Oh, million percent, yes. And the fact that things are documented, everyone keeps receipts, it's just back and forth. Because, wait, did you put that in a public comment? No, I said you it. You told somebody? I oh, you just online. said it out loud. Oh, yeah, that's going to get recorded and shared everywhere. It's scary. And I just feel like it's getting worse. Like, now the ops are really opping. Yeah. It's, it's completely out of control. And I think it's because people feel like they have so much access to celebrities and personalities, and now they feel like either in a positive way they have a relationship with you or if they don't like you, they feel like they can say whatever they want or run up on you and touch you and talk to you because they are used to seeing you on a daily yes. basis. And now it's to a point where I think it is slightly dangerous. Yeah. I don't see me as a celebrity. I see myself as a public figure. I know people recognize me now more than ever. <laughs> um, and, you know, I saw something recently online where it says the more you give of yourself publicly, the less you keep of yourself privately. And that's really true. And you think mm -hmm. about some of these celebrities. I know that, you know, because we know so many, because we see so many, we just see them for who they are. But the people who don't have the ability to see them or touch them, they see them as this other thing. And I just, you know, you, you it takes away the humanization of the person to where you just see them as a thing. You Especially know? I feel like people who have big celebrity, big personalities online, like a Cardi, you almost see her as like a character because she's so live and energetic and you don't think of her as like a person with feelings. That's why I love when Cardi, Cardi clapbacks. Shit. <laughs> I think Cardi, Cardi clapbacks could be a short, like what? a short yes. content type show. <laughs> and I think that's why so many people fell in love with her. But I mean, she's mm -hmm. not the only person. There are other people like, you know, when you look at like a Queen Latifah and you wonder why you never really see her, she don't like to fuck with the public mm -hmm. like that. She just the social media and all that, you know, private lives bring a lot more happiness and a lot more peace. And I will say, though, um, I'm trying to find the balance now with, yeah, wanting to be so visible because you do want to promote the brand, you mm -hmm. want to be out there, but then also the preservation of peace and not having to deal with it, not looking at the comment section, uh, not looking at who said what and where. Um, but also what's interesting is that when you're on your rise, like I know I'm, they say you know you make it when you have haters. When the people that aspire to be you the most become your loudest hater, and it's almost mm. because you know you don't have the talent or the wherewithal on how to build a healthy relationship that can help you get there. Um, and I've been watching like lots of chatter online. And it's funny when you like when you see comments from people that you don't know, it's like, you don't know me. But when you see people mm -hmm. that know you doing it, you like you just really mad because you can't be where I am. The great thing about me, though, is I can afford to protect myself because God forbid I'd be out in public. Somebody slap me in the mouth. <laughs> Better run. That would not end well. <laughs> that won't end well. <laughs> All right, listen, we got lots going on, starting with the tea with Jason Lee. All right, well, if you've been locked into social media or the news or just scrolling by, 
conversations. People are talking about one big thing, and it is the conflict happening in Israel and Palestine. Now, I will start by putting this disclaimer out. I'm like many of you that don't really understand what's going on. One, because we typically don't look outside of our own communities to see what's happening in the world, and we don't understand what's happening in other parts of the world directly affect what's happening at home. Um, if you've been in, I'll try to make this some connection though. If you've been in this country for the last 20 years, you know about the 9-11 attacks that happened in New York City, where the Taliban, which is a terrorist extremist group out of um, the Middle East, attacked New York City by hijacking our planes and crashing them into buildings, killed thousands and thousands of Americans. And then I think for the first time, really instilled fear in our country that did not exist before. I remember growing up post I mean, pre 9-11, where the thought of somebody dropping a bomb in the United States or flying a plane over or killing Americans was just I mean, maybe something here or there, a church here or there. Yeah, that's I know I say it like it's normal, but those type of things we would we would they wouldn't cause the amount of fear that a 9-11 attack did. Once we saw actual planes that all of us get on every day crash and slam into buildings in the middle of a day, in the middle of New York's uh New York City and kill so many people, people jumping out of windows because the the buildings were on fire. I mean, we know we acknowledge 9-11 every day. Uh, every year here in America, well, there's terrorism happening all over the world. And there are people that are connected to all of us in this country, a country where refugees from other countries have come to uh, set up shop or build their families or, you know, in the free world um, that are connected to people over there. There are things happening in other countries that we often ignore or don't pay attention to because it doesn't affect us when really it could be affecting the person you just got off the phone with today. So last Saturday, a terrorist group called Hamas was able to get around Israel's defense system and slaughter more than 1,200 innocent civilians in the subsequent bombings of the Gaza Strip. More than 1,300 Palestinians have now been killed in conflict in this region is nothing new, uh, but I'm going to toss it to Rob because I called him to try to understand this more in layman terms because it is so complicated. And when I was on The Breakfast Club, Charlamagne and I kind of flippantly said, like, we don't know who to support. I haven't posted in support of Israel or Palestine because I thought there was a one against the other. But then come to find out Hamas, which is this terrorist group is responsible for it, that's now creating some confusion in this conversation. And we've seen a lot of celebrities on attacked online. We see DJ Khaled. And, uh, and Drake were called out for not supporting when they've not known to be supportive of any type of issues like this. So now celebrities are being shamed for not raising a, a light to it. Kylie Jenner got attacked for posting something in support of Israel when her friends Gigi and Bella are Palestinians. They then come out and support. And what I posted was something from Madonna's account where she actually just is calling for peace. And she kind of broke down the history between the two uh, uh, countries in the region. Um, and the fight and conflict that they've been in. So we know that this is happening on the Gaza Strip. A lot of people don't even know what the Gaza Strip is. I'm going to toss it to Rob. Break down just really tightly what is happening over there right now. Yes. The Palestinian population in that region is broken up into two areas. There's the West Bank and then the Gaza Strip. And Israel is in, in between. Um, and like you mentioned, Hamas is a terrorist group that was able to basically take over the political structure of the West of, of the Gaza Strip. And they broke through the defense system of system of Israel on Saturday. And not only did they parachute down into that music festival where they were able to kill 200 and about 260 unarmed uh, Israeli citizens who were just enjoying a peace festival, they also were able to break through the defense system and get into what are called kibbutz, which are agricultural communities along the Gaza Strip. And they were able to pull families out of their homes and slaughter them. They slit their throats, shot them, 
and 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 these were all unarmed citizens who were just living their lives and that's why i think this is a why this conflict is so complicated um and then in response to that israel started to uh bomb the gaza strip which is where the hamas took hostages they took them back over into the gaza strip and in response now because the gaza strip is about 25 miles long and it's one of the most densely populated places in the world there's about 2 million people there in a 25 mile long strip of land um there's been a lot of civilian casualties on that side as well um so that's why it's now this fight between people trying to decide which side that they should support when i think in reality, the conversation needs to be humanity. Like these are citizens like on both sides. These are unarmed citizens that are being killed on the Gaza Strip. And the, there were about 1,200 Israeli citizens that were slaughtered on Israel's side. Yeah, and for people that may have missed the note, I mean, they there was a peace festival happening uh, over there in Gaza, right? Was it Gaza? No, it was in Israel. In Israel. In Israel. Mm. Told you we gonna mess it up. These terrorists parachuted into, if you go look on X, formerly known as Twitter right now, I was looking this morning while I was at the gym. There are people that parachute, at least 30 parachuters, parachuting down into the music festival. So you're dancing, you're out in this desert, and you see these people parachuting, you think it's a part of the thing. Until they get close enough, they start shooting people with AK-47s. And then, then when they get on the ground, they run through killing as many as they can. So now people are running, fleeing. There were hundreds of cars set on fire and shot up. Police there with handguns trying to shoot back against AK-47s, as you can understand, it was crazy. So in response, as you said, when they started bombing that area, now innocent people are being killed there while they're now killing more innocent people from Israel. Meanwhile, people here are confused at how to help and posting things on social media raises awareness. But I think there needs to be a, more activity. I mean, why has the U.S. not gotten involved on the ground there? I mean, I know we've sent weapons and we've sent ammunition, but like, why are we not on the ground fighting? Um, I don't Israel, I don't believe is a part of NATO. So we d wouldn't insert ourselves in that way. But because the U.S. has been um helpful in monitoring like the way that the terrorist activity is occurring there because Hamas is supported by a lot of those other terror cells that ultimately will affect us. So that's why Joe Biden sent that that ship to basically ward off all the other um, terrorist group that might take this as an opportunity to also attack Israel. Mm -hmm. So we have inserted ourselves in a way to say, hey, no one else step in or else we're going to have to step in as well. So how does the rest of the rest of the world handle stuff like this? Being from Croatia, like what does how does the rest of the world outside the U.S. respond when things like this is happening? Um, I feel like I'm happy that we're bringing this up now because I know it's, it's a really touchy situation. And even Croatia just became a country in like 1991 officially because it used to be like Yugoslavia. And so, I mean... Rob, you've been in Croatia too. Like, it's a lot of history there between like Bosnia and Serbians, like killing Croatian people. And like, still to this day, it's a lot of like animosity and like beef between everybody there. Um, so I, that's why I also stay really quiet because I don't, I'm not Israeli, I'm not Palestinian. And people are getting, you know, upset at the silence of people who are Palestinian and Israeli. They're like, oh, your silence speaks loud. But I'm happy we're having this conversation because it's like, I don't want to say the wrong thing, so I'd rather just be quiet, you know? Um, so I don't know about Croatia and the other world, but I do know that my connection to this is my sister has been living in Israel for like four years, and she's been like studying and working at an institute, and um, she 
we just came back to America like in September. We were in Croatia in September. And she was living in Israel and she tried to extend her visa. Like she wanted to stay there even longer. And Israel basically said no to her like student or working visa. So she had to go back to Chicago. And that was 21 days ago. But my sister was supposed to be in Israel right now. Yeah. And she has a therapist still that she talks to on Zoom who's right outside of Haifa which is closer to like, you know, Tel Aviv and kind of like away from Gaza. And they have like warnings, like sirens all day, every day. And it's just normalized. They're like, oh yeah, this is like, we get like three or four sirens a day. Um, but I talked to my sister because I'm like, I also get lost in the sauce of like, what video is real? What, you know, th it's misinformation. People are writing in captions. This is Israel, but really it's Gaza. Like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. So I just call my sister. Then she spills tea to me. She has a man. First of all, I didn't even know she had a man at all. She tells me that her man is Israeli. He never been to America ever or anything. He's like really from Israel. And he just got re-enlisted in the army to fight. And like she like can barely talk to him. So now like, and it's like young kids that are like in the military. So it's really sad. And I also feel like there's just like a lot of misinformation. So it's like, that's why I'm happy that we have Rob, our in-house. Well, uh, and I was going to say, I think that a lot of the confusion that's coming from people in America who are trying to decide which side do I pick is because they are hearing about the way that the Palestinian population in the Gaza Strip was treated and how they mm -hmm. lived, which it was an issue and it was a concern because, again, like most people are calling it an open air prison because Israel did control the food that was brought into their clean water electricity. Um, and people are using that as a justification of the killing of innocent people. And I think that's where the line is drawn and that's where the conversation needs to be had. Like when innocent civilians become the victim of a war, it's where we need to have the conversation of the line has been drawn. Well, and let's be clear, this war is now happening as a result of a terrorist attack. It wasn't the Palestinian government that encouraged the slaughter of these innocent people. It's the terrorists mm -hmm. that now have sparked a war that this war has been brewing because for years they've, they've had conflict, but now there's an all out war because Israel responded by sending over bombs. I think there was this leaflets that were launched all across, was it Palestine from the Israels that said- you they need dropped to get into out. the Gaza Strip. Right, that says you need to get out of here, which means they're probably gonna blow it up, right? And so they're letting people know with these leaflets that are being dropped from the sky from planes that they're getting ready to continue to drop bombs. I saw some videos, again, if you go over to Twitter, X, formerly Twitter, there's kids, little kids being dug out of, um, you know, piles of rocks of buildings that have blown up and fallen on them. And it, all I could say to folks in terms of this issue for me is, what if it was you and your family? What if this happened in the community you live in right now? You're minding your business and all of a sudden people start running in your apartment building or your houses, shooting and killing everybody. And the world didn't know what to do. I mean, that is kind of the reality of what's happened now. You know, a lot of people like Plies is saying that, you know, the United States is being quiet because it's happening to white people or something like that. I mean, the, the reality is when it comes to Black Lives Matter, that's an easy thing for people to attach to because we're talking about skin color and black is black everywhere around the world. But, you know, in our country, we know the issues very clear as day. And so people know they can support Black Lives Matter. But what I will say is black people, we have to be more connected to issues that don't affect us, too, because humanity is not a color. It is it's it's a human thing. And I think every human has the right to be uh, afforded the idea that they can wake up and be safe. I mean, I, I will say DJ Vlad is scheduled to come here on the Jason Lee show. I don't agree that celebrities that don't know these topics or, or they're not for They shouldn't be forced or bullied into or shamed into using their platform to raise awareness mm -hmm. about topics they don't know. Because if you say one thing wrong, it can shift the narrative mm -hmm. and it can shift the storytelling that's happened on the news. When Kylie Jenner got it, whether she got it wrong or right, 
her post then became the news. And that takes up time that should be focused on what's happening in that area. They even said, uh, Justin Bieber posted a photo of like, you know, save Israel or whatever, pray for Israel. And then it was a photo of like Gaza. Like, no, he, no, he posted support Israel. But then on top of that, he put something in support of Palestine. And he got attacked for that. Mm-hmm. But, but I think we're all saying that we want peace in both areas, yeah. right? That we're saying that we're all anti-terrorists or we should be. So whether you're Taliban, whether you're Hamas, we don't support terrorism and neither do they. But unfortunately, those terrorists have been able to tap into the vein of what gets both sides going. And now both sides that have had this war brewing for years are now in an extreme conflict where lots of innocent people are dying. What people need to do to stop making this overly complicated, because I think when you start pulling back one layer at a time, it gets more and more complicated. Mm -hmm. There are two countries side by side fighting that now has erupted into a war where innocent people are being killed because terrorists unprovokedly attacked innocent people who are at a peace con- uh, a concert. Yeah. So while these people were dancing in the name of peace, they started to get murdered. Just think about that. Now think about the rest of the world is watching, but we ain't doing nothing about it but arguing over what we should post on Instagram and what favorite rapper yeah, isn't doing this or that and what singer is doing this or that and what model's doing this and that. Kylie Jenner, she know about lip fillers, butt, pl- butt lifts, all that kind of stuff. I don't know that she's well-educated. If you keep up with the Kardashians, there's not much of this going on in the house. Chloe's fighting with Chris about who cheated on whose daddy. That's the level of minutia that the Kardashians are in. So to expect them with hundreds and hundreds of millions of followers to know what's going on with the Gaza Strip. I mean, do they even know there was a strip? Do they think it was a strip mall? I don't know. Let's not rely on celebrities to help us pay more attention. We all need to wake the fuck up. Stop worrying about what TikToks we're doing, what Instagram post filters the best, what live we're gonna plan, what we're gonna, what latte we're gonna get for Starbucks, and actually care about things that matter. Because what if you have a Palestinian friend right now that needs your support, but you don't know how to offer them support because you're not even showing that you give a fuck about what they're going through? Or if you have a friend that's uh, Jewish. And you're, you spent all that time posting how much you hated Car- uh, Car- Kanye West for all the things he said about the Jews. But yet right now, you're not actually calling to check on that Jewish person and their family. So I just think that like we need to be more emotionally connected to the lives and loss that people are going through and not headlines and what's going viral. Well, and speaking of that, those of you who were following the Black Lives Matter movement, and all of you know that I was out there with a lot of you, and there were a lot of you that were out there with us that didn't look like us. Black Lives Matter Chicago is under fire because they posted this on social media. Now, this is uh, a, a post that says, I stand with Palestine. And they say, that is all, that is it. And there's a parachuter with a par- with a Palestinian flag uh, jumping into the air. Now, why this is so reckless and Black Lives Matter, there's Black Lives Matter local chapters that have their own individual governance and then Black Lives Matter global. I'm currently working with Black Lives Matter global, addressing some of the ways we can work together to actually help the black and brown people on the ground. But this type of post Black Lives Matter Chicago does not help because now what you're saying is that all of us who stand for Black Lives Matter and all the people that are in Israel or uh, Palestine who supported Black Lives Matter as a movement, as a concept that our Black lives should matter to, you now are literally the poster child for calling Palestine a terrorist group because the person on that parachute was a terrorist, not a Palestinian. And if they were Palestinian, they were a Hamas terrorist. Did I say that right? Yeah, because to me, what Black Lives Matter did is the equivalent to if someone would have taken a silhouette of a cop with their knee on 
a person's neck and said, we support Blue Lives Matter. Like it's the equivalent of that. It's you using the, the medium that was used to kill someone as a way to support a group that the police probably as a whole don't agree with what happened. And now you've made that a symbol mm -hmm. to represent a group of people that shouldn't necessarily be represented by the negative aspect. And I think it. it was just stupid. So dumb. Like it just shows how stupid you are. So whoever's responsible for that should be fired. And then on top of that, you doubling down before you even felt the reaction. Like you saying it is, put it back up. You said, that is all, that is it. That was you doubling down because you knew that it was going to be controversial. You, like you intended to inflict hurt. You didn't put a, an ex, explanation of why you support Israel, Palestine or you just put a parachuter with the flag. So you, there's a book that I'm going to pass on that you should read. It's called When Helping Hurts. I was told about that book. I read it. I get it. And that's where you were trying to help. Or maybe you weren't trying to help, but you definitely hurt some people. All right, moving on. Oh, okay, well, listen, now speaking of TikTok, we all know that social media, hey, TikTok, because we know you're seeing us over there. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, we know that things can go viral. And lots of times we go viral here just based on our thoughts. We don't ever plot out exactly like what we're going to do to go viral. We could. And if we did, God, y'all would be in trouble. Well, this TikTok prank happened the other day on social media, and um, his hand is on his throat because it went just a little too far. Take a look at what happened. Hey, 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 Trey, 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 a content creator who goes by the name of White Dolomite had his whole life flash before his eyes and almost got into a violent altercation after approaching some people that we know. Uh, now, the TikToker's name, uh, White Dolomite, approached T.I. and his son, King Harris, as they were being filmed alongside Houston rapper Trey the Truth. Now, Trey the Truth isn't the guy with his uh, hand around his throat. That's one of their homeboys, who I have to say, I'm going to give you a round of applause. Because that's what I expect of all my friends when we go out and you do some dumb shit like that. Just the other day, we were out. Rob was there. You weren't there. We were out. Somebody tried to come in my section. He was advised a couple times not to come. I was there. Yeah. was there. When, yeah. when security just blew him like a little leaf across the room. Y'all be getting punched in the face doing crazy stuff. This there. is the thing. <laughs> You got to be careful who you walk up on. You will get a warning, but the Bible says warning comes before destruction. And some of y'all just like getting destroyed. Now, the friend right there, the reason why I, I, I uh, clap for you is because, you know, when you have friends that have money or they're successful, or they're famous, your friends who nobody will know and won't be able to find in the lineup, they got to do the dirty work so that way you can get out of there. 
First of all, let me first start by saying that I don't know Trey the truth. I have his number, but don't text him often. When I do, it's literally around ideas that I have around community stuff because Trey the truth is one of the most visible, known, and respected people in hip hop that is putting on for his community. And he does a lot in the Houston area, in Texas, and around the country, bringing awareness to issues that are important. And he's actively using not only his platform, but his relationships to really stay in the streets. We need to remind me to invite him on the show. Mm -hmm. Now, T.I., who does a lot for the Atlanta community, you know, T.I. is very active. He's been out there in the community doing a lot. I'm not going to bring up the Crime Stoppers video because we've seen that. That was y'all can say he's a snitch or whatever y'all want to about that. But he does do a lot for his community. And, you know, I like his son. Is I'm a fan of his son. Y'all be picking on him. Uh, but they were there having a moment and White Dolomite decided he was going to walk up dressed like a farmer and push past T.I.'s camera people uh, and told them to stop taking pictures before asking the four, what are you going to do? What are you doing here, boy? We all know that boy is, you know this too, right? Uh, <laughs> I know. Don't we know it. We know that boy, you know, she ain't going to say it. <laughs> you know, we, we be playing with Marina on the show, but we're not going to put her in the line of fire. But when you say boy... To black people, black grown men, you're trying it. What make him think? What made him think walking up on Ti and Trey the Truth and a group of black men was going to be a safe prank? And are these pranks going too far? So I had no idea who White Dolomite was. I've never heard of him until this clip. Me neither. I've seen the movie with the regular Dolomite, who was black. Correct. But here's the gag: White Dolomite is black. Okay. So I don't know. Oh, it's a black. It's a black man in white face playing a white man <laughs> that's taken from a black man's show. It's complicated. Correct. I don't understand his humor, but I think he has he has a pretty decent following. So I don't know where this was going, but I just feel like all these people who are doing these TikTok videos where they're harassing average people who don't know what's going on and have somebody filming from far away are putting themselves in the line of fire and. This, speaking of the line of fire, there was a TikToker that got shot earlier mm -hmm. this year doing the same thing at a mall. So I'm like, why haven't you learned your lesson? You're going to walk up on these dudes talking about, boy, you trying to get shot. And why Dolomite played with Boosie already? I saw Boosie had to get him in check, too. So, like, I just feel like he just likes to do stuff for clicks. Listen. But clicks I'm will get so you. I'm so afraid of everything happening right now that if you run up and play this on me and <laughs> I shoot you, I'm telling you right now, I'm in fear of my life. And I think it is something to be said that Going viral should not be the goal. Creating good content, maybe this is the content that you think is good, is, is where you should be living, right? There's so many people who have had successful careers. I mean, you could even look at Lele Pons, one of the biggest influencers on social media who's mm -hmm. built a phenomenal career. Charlie D'Amelio from TikTok, who's built a, a phenomenal career, bigger than your little Dolomite ever will. Your Dolo career is going to be Dolo- <laughs> Nothing. I just feel like there's so many other opportunities. Running up on rappers and calling them boy does not sound like a good idea by any measure. No. But I have, this is just my opinion. This looks hella staged to me too, though. Like, I just don't even know if they would have let this big old dude in a red shirt even get that close to them. I feel it's given stage to well, me. Well, he so. had a camera too. So if you see, too. I'm very aware when things are going down, like when somebody ran down on me in a restaurant with a camera. <laughs> There's a camera. You know that that's going to be a moment, right? Yeah. That was something I went viral for that had nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? And they ended up looking crazy because it was a stupid stunt. What person barges their way through 
like 50 people in a sushi restaurant to try to film somebody <laughs> eating lunch by threatening them in a nice way. That person chose to do that. That was their viral content. In the end, it was loser content. This is loser content. And I just really feel like, one, I have to take my hat off, not that I wear one, for the guy who has his hand around his throat for not choking white dolomite out and for T.I. and his son for not jumping him and for Trey being able to step in and handle it. Now, if we come to find out that this is a Trey the Truth TikTok... <laughs> I'm Trey, I'm done with you. I'm done. But no, I mean, I just think that right now, everybody wants to be famous. Can I mm -hmm. tell y'all something? This is some real shit. I love what I do. And now I understand why Angie and Robin don't come out. Like, you don't see them. Because imagine I had Hollywood unlocked with all the money that we make. And nobody knew it was me. I can just drive around in my car. I can walk down the street. I can walk. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. But Jason Lee wants to have the platform and influence to be mm -hmm. able to help. So you got to do the work and you got to be out there. But I do understand people not wanting to be uh, public figures. This, this, this desire to be viral and to be so recklessly uh, ignorant of the fact that you could put your life at risk. The guy that got shot, where are you? Where are your organs at? Did they have to move your organs around because you got shot, or were you wearing skims? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but it kind of worked out in his favor because he did end up posting this, and it's like his most viral video right now. So like, but you know what that's gonna do? Reinforce to do it again. Yep. Right. And you gonna do it to Facts. the box? Do it to whack. Do it to Jason Lee. Bro. No, don't do it. Uh -uh. Don't no. bring that. As soon as I see you and your straw hat and them suspenders walking up, you're getting shot right in your pinky toe like that girl from Harlem Nights. All right. Bye. I am so sick of this topic. But it's again, it's people that want to be famous. But in this case, these people are already famous. Hmm. Celebrities. Okay. Is celebrity love for ratings a new thing? Now, I went to the Super Bowl and I seen Kelsey, although he was this small on the field because I was up in a box. <laughs> you, wait, side note, put a pin in that. You know, I spent $40,000 to go to the Super Bowl for two tickets because I wanted to see Rihanna. Mm -hmm. I paid for two tickets. It cost me 40 grand total. Do you know I was in those seats for 30 minutes? Because Floyd had a box, and when I found out he was there, I just went up to his box. So those seats sat empty for the entire Super Bowl. So what I learned was get cheaper tickets next year, get to your seat, and then go to, go your, to friend's your friend's box. Mm. Well, Kelsey was there, hit Travis Kelsey, and he has a brother, too, named Kelsey. Now, his brother pay, plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. He was playing for the um, Kansas City Chiefs, and they were playing against each other. Well, anyway... Travis Kelsey is trending again on X after Taylor Swift makes her third appearance at a Kansas City Chiefs game. Now, cameras followed Taylor walking into the stadium where she sat with the family uh, in the family suite next to Travis's mom. Now, here's a photo of Travis and Taylor. Now, yes, they look like what the all-American, young, rich, white mm -hmm. couple would look like. In fact... He's looking like, I'm going to fuck you down. And she's looking like, and I'm going to write a song about it. They are the new thing in the white world. Because honestly, the only people whose minds that these two white folks are taking up rent in is all the black girls that he fucked before her. <laughs> and she was a bad bitch. Well, they both Travis were bad. Travis. They both are bad, beautiful yes. black women. One of them has gone on to write a whole letter 
mm-hmm. for black women. She did it and video and everything. And by the way, I don't know what lens you were using, but can you tell us? Because we're buying new lenses over here. I'm obsessed with lenses. And that lens on that dear black women uh, thing was amazing. Well, neither Travis or Taylor have publicly commented on their relationship uh, together. Um, but the heiress tour singer is not the only celebrity to find love in the NFL. Sierra also fell in love with Denver Broncos quarterback, uh, Russell Wilson. Now, back in 2015, they ended up getting together, and now they're expecting yet another baby. Here's a photo of them, just so we can get into it. By the way, they are a beautifully sexy couple. Mm-hmm. But you remember when Sierra first got with Russell, he was playing for the Seattle Seahawks, and y'all used to drag her for filth, saying that she was the reason why they were losing all the games. I mean, like, you guys wanted to ban her from coming. Then you remember when Khloe Kardashian started dating... Tristan, third leg, Thompson. Oh, third, third leg or third trimester. Either way, both ain't working out for Chloe. She used to go to the games with the Kardashians. And remember when she would go to the games and he would lose, they would blame the Kardashians for that. And I've always seen this thing that where it either works one way or the other. In Travis and Taylor's situation, we're seeing just an increase in his jersey. I think the increase went by 400% on the sales of his jersey. jersey. And... Every time she's there, the NFL can't stop posting her on mm-hmm. the screens because they know more of the Swifties are going to watch. Why the Swifties are watching football, I don't know. Probably see Taylor. On the other hand, when it comes to Sierra, everything she touches related to Russell is bad. And even rappers coming out saying that, as we talked about in our last podcast, that um, she should he should focus on the NFL ring, not the Super Bowl ring, not the ring with Sierra. Are celebrity, is celebrities love being used for ratings or for advancing the relationships of the individuals and not necessarily the sport? I feel like they wanted to advance it, but for like cloud ratings, whatever. But like, look at what Bad Bunny and Kendall, like I feel like no one messes with Bad Bunny the same way anymore. It's the, Well, that's the Kardashian curse. And like Timothy Chalamet, that I don't even see as a realistic <laughs> relationship. But this, so last night I went with our fellow friend Jill, she had a cancellation, so she brought me to go see the um, Eras concert. First of all, I don't know it was a three-hour concert in the movie theater. I would not be able to sit through <laughs> three hours of Taylor Swift. I like her, and she takes great pictures, and I love her branding, but I couldn't. So I am not a Swifty. I barely know any Taylor songs. Lies. But look, <laughs> well, no, I know like the hits on the radio. What's the point? We're spending way too much time talking about this. When I girl. looked in the seats, everyone's doing this and crying, sobbing, dancing. All the white people there are like, oh my God. And I now think definitely that this is for the ratings. There's even a drinking game that they play at the football games. Every time Taylor Swift comes on the Megatron, everybody takes a shot. You know what's so crazy is you're sitting here talking about the Swifties crying. So the friend that she's talking about, Jill, I was sitting in the office with Rob one day and I was like, let me do something nice. Because I am a nice person. People don't give me the credit. I'm a nice person. I said, yo, let's just, let me. So I called Jill and this is what happened. Hey, it's me, Jason from Hollywood Unlocked. You know, I believe in random acts of kindness, but not for random people, just for people that matter. And when you're in a position to do something nice for people who do things nice for you, you should do them. And I'm gonna do something nice for my friend Jill, who helped me format the Jason Lee Show. Now this girl done won like four or five Emmys. I don't even know how many Emmys. And I'm trying to get an Emmy because Hollywood Unlocked is on the pulse of Emmys, all right? And so I told Rob right there that I was gonna do something nice for Jill King. And this is what I did. Now check your text. Okay. What's the best? What does it look like? 
Jason, what's that? What does it look like? Jason, what's that? <laughs> what does it look like? What's that? <laughs> oh my God. What does it look like? I can't. Are you kidding? No, because I know that you've helped me so much and we all appreciate everything you did for us. And I know that you would lose your damn mind because this woman is <laughs> oh my God. somehow Taylor Swift is important. So I figured an act of kindness would be a great way to start our day. Um, thank you and have fun at Taylor Swift's concert. Thank you and don't make fun of me for crying. Oh, I'm absolutely <laughs> going to. <laughs> so was Jill crying in the thing? I don't even know what why do you, you would think? I don't even know why you would sit next to her. <laughs> no. Then I'm sorry, Jill. And so Jill wakes Jill. up all hours of the night post literally Taylor in the middle of the night posted no. a picture of Beyonce and she's supposed to, I'm like, why are you even awake right now? <laughs> no, Jill I think came, the obsession is sick. I think Jill came needs to, to be my house after she was like, oh, Jason just rolled his eyes to my story of us at the Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> she bought a tote bag, a glow stick, a big popcorn tin, a little popcorn tin, a big thing, like blew a bag just before the movie even started. And I'm like, oh, y'all are sick. Well, what I will say For is real. that, um, and I know we're getting off on Taylor Swift. She's actually a fan of Beyonce, so that makes yeah. me happy, and I support that. But look, but I, do you think that this is all now for ratings? One hundred percent. So do you don't think their love is real? Because uh, I know you low key want to fuck Kelsey. <laughs> I think Shit. that I think that they both saw the popularity of this interaction between them, and they are riding it till the wheels fall off. Now, if they end up in a real relationship out of it, who knows? But you know, we know where that's gonna go. She's gonna end up writing a song about it. Well, speaking of riding it till the wheels fall off, what, what would you what would you do with Travis? <laughs> Is that your type? He's a very good looking guy. He's fine. Yeah, um, I, a pink meat just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, mm, 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 no, he's good looking though. You could look mm -hmm. at, and they look good together. I yes. do think that, um, you know. Would I be famous if I dated a celebrity? Like, if I dated a celebrity, like if I was dating Kelly Obrey. <laughs> no, what if I was dating Blueface? I was just going to say Blueface. That would just be, right? Yeah. I mean, I think there are those celebrity relationships that when they get together, it just elevates their status because you have like Beyonce and Jay Z. But then. I mean, it doesn't always work out. Like oh. me and Blueface wouldn't be the Jay-Z and Beyonce. I think you could be. Who going to be Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> well, I already said I am Beyonce in the right. podcast room, right? Um, no. You know what's so funny? I think that like, if I could find... Do you think I could... Speaking of TikTok pranks as a story before, could I do a TikTok prank with a celebrity male who's a rapper and act like we're together and then come out later and say it's a joke? Or would people just not buy into it? I think they might buy into it. It would be the talk of the town. But now you put it out there that you might do this TikTok, so everybody's going to be expecting it. <laughs> Blue face. <laughs> All right. Well, either way, both are winning. Um, I will say, though, to the black women who are doing letters to black women, put out the letters to black women and anything to inspire black women to like understand their power. Not that we already don't know that. We have NDRE song, uh, Brown Skin, that I think is a beautiful reminder of the brown skin and the power that it uh, possesses. Um, uh, Brown skin girl that Beyonce has. I know y'all drugged me for Phil saying she didn't write that. Well, y'all, she got a Grammy for it. So, and Lil Blue Ivy did too. Maybe Blue wrote it. Don't care. Um, I just think that, like, yes, affirmations of being beautiful and strong and valuable and not needing to be validation or not being inferior is, 
inferior is important. But doing it as a result of a white girl who's dating a white boy because you ain't got the white man, I just think personally that's just tacky and unnecessary and it's embarrassing. Especially when you're a bad bitch. And like if you're the ex after five years, shut up. You don't you can't don't even come. I, I don't care if the Swifties found your P.O. box and are sending you hate dust. Stay the fuck off social media because you look desperate. That's what it's giving. Sorry. Just a little bit. All right. All right. This next topic hits right at home. Not Jeannie and Jeezy. I don't know them like that. But when is it time to go public in relationships? Now, Jeannie Mai, she has been silent. As you know, the real co-host who recently was announced that she's going to be divorced by her husband, Jeezy, says that she's taking it day by day. Now, after Jeezy filed for divorce in a new interview with Entertainment Tonight, Jeannie was asked about the photo she posted on Instagram. Now, this is the photo. She said, sometimes you need to take a break and disconnect to heal. Listen, if you file a divorce for me, I'm going to roll this out in a way that's going to get everybody's attention. Well, this was her first post since the shocking news made rounds on social media. And the TV host said that she's taking everything day by day. And here's what she had to say to the ET reporter when asked about it. Take a listen. So how are you doing right now? How are you healing? Because you did recently post on Instagram. You said sometimes you need to take a break and disconnect to heal. So how are you healing and how are you doing? Yeah, I'm taking it day by day. And thankfully, being able to have a show like this and to come to work and Mm -hmm. be able to do something that you enjoy doing, takes your mind off of things and... You know, right now I'm just focusing on Monaco. I'm focusing on things that I'm passionate about. Yeah. And, um, I mean, shoot, when you're surrounded by people, you just get to laugh and, you know, look at the things that you enjoy doing in life. Yeah. Then, you know, you get through it. Laughter is the best medicine. Thank you. Also, such a good mommy, by the way. Oh, thank you. Well, that's one relationship that's in the news, uh, a public relationship that's that private things are being shared. Well, here's another one. Um, And speaking about sharing details, many are calling this one oversharing. Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith is continuing to share personal details about her relationship with Tupac and Will Smith. Uh, And, you know, this is kind of apples and oranges because Jeannie's not really saying a lot, whereas uh, Jada, every time she opens her mouth, she drops a new bomb. I recently said on the last Jason Lee podcast that Jada Pinkett and Krishan Rock might be related. Take a look. This is Blueface and Krishan as adults. I as grown adults. Let me be very clear. I don't see any difference at this point because Jada and Krishan, I'm con- I am convinced that Krishan Rock is Jada Pinkett Smith's illegitimate child. <laughs> They're both from Baltimore. Y'all playing. Tell me that that ain't Tupac's daughter. Now look. Well, she now as you know, is in a marriage to Will Smith. Well, they're technically separated, living apart, but refusing to divorce because they can't find a reason. Not that entanglement was enough or the fact that he slapped a man in front of the whole world or the fact that now she said Chris Rock tried to sleep with her. Chris Rock is saying, keep my name out your mouth. Chris Rock made $40 million after he got slapped. Will is now exiled from the Oscars. I mean, there's just so much going on, but yet they're still married, but she's still mad that Will called her wife during the Oscars because they were separate. Jada is messy as fuck, in my opinion. I'll just say allegedly. Allegedly. You can say whatever you want. Now she recently revealed information on her marriage with Will Smith and her past relationship with Tupac. Jada went on the All the Smoke podcast and revealed that Tupac proposed to her while he was in jail. Take a listen. A lot of people might not know, but he proposed (laughs) to you while he was in jail. I talk about this in the book when I go to see him in Rikers. When I wrote about that in the book and when I had to um, 
talk about it, uh, speak my words for the audible version of the book. That was probably one of the more painful parts, seeing him there, the condition that he was in and having to leave him there. <clears throat> and um, he was in, he was, he was in, a, he was, he was, he was in bad shape. And so when he asked me to get married, he was at Rikers. And I knew at that time that, A, he needed somebody to do time with him, mm. which I was going to do anyway. You didn't have to marry me to do time, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm here. I see why we love you. <laughs> and then to, um, like, he needed a rock. He needed, uh, because of our friendship and because of everything we had been through together, he just wanted to feel that solidified foundation, you know, because I promise you, he would have married me and divorced me as soon as his <laughs> ass left. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. He would have. Right. I'll be real with it. Right. Because so many people in that position don't have support. Right. None at all. None. You know. And, he got the best. Uh, right. He was just like, look. And I just think it was the mind state that he was in. You know, he he wrote me this long letter. And um, I think even before Pac went to jail, he was starting to trend. He was starting to shift in a certain manner. Good or bad? Good. Really good. Um, and I think that for him, he just felt like, okay, if I can tether myself, it'll keep me on a trajectory. I just think you should have just wrote a book about Tupac. And let that be its own book. Because in our minds, we still see you as Will Smith's wife, the mother of his children. You all fooled us. You tricked us for years. But recently I saw you myself, my own, these eyes, these right here, saw you at the Emancipation movie premiere where Will, Jada, their family walked the carpet together as a family. And then she dipped out and he was there by himself. Yes, the family came, did the family thing, and then they dipped out. That's why like in our past conversation about do you do this for fame like i do i feel if will was there by himself and this was the movie premiere following the oscars where he called you his wife now that you're now saying look what you told hoda in 2016 you and will decided that you were going to live completely separate lives it was not a divorce on paper right but it was a divorce. divorce so from the year 2016 which is seven years ago now. <laughs> yes. Y'all have been apart. Yeah. But in public, the couple who married in 1997 denied the gossip about their marriage. Over the next several years, Jada and Will kept up the appearance of a committed married couple. So why do that? Like, what was the reason? I think just not being ready yet. Mm still trying to figure out between the two of us how to be in partnership, right? And in regards to how do we present that to people, you know? And we hadn't figured that out. During our walk in Baltimore, Jada reflected on their breakup. Why did the relationship fracture? Oh, why it fractured, that's a lot of things. Yeah. And I think by the time we got to 2016, we were just exhausted with trying. I think we were both kind of still 
stuck in our fantasy of what we thought the other person should be. Oh. Jada says she considered a legal divorce, but could never go through with it. I made a promise that there will never be a reason for us to get a divorce. We will work through whatever. And I just haven't been able to break that promise. Mm. But you still live separately. We live separately. So now you're coming out all this time that's passed from when Will went up there and embarrassed himself in front of the whole world and telling Hoda that you were shocked he even called you his wife because you guys were separate. I mean, he was he's, you're still his wife. I mean, I don't want to ruin the opportunity to interview with Jada, and I may never get the chance. Because Jada, I do want to interview him. In fact, did you reach out to her mm. people? Did he respond to you? Mm -mm. Call him today. <laughs> because we want to interview you, but this is going to be a real interview where we respect you, but we got to ask you the questions that the culture wants to know. Because these people are afraid to say, why, Jada, why? Wait, matter of fact, hold on. I mean, one, did you talk to Tupac's family before? This is your truth, but mm -hmm. did you talk to Set Shakur, the, the sister that we honored at the Impact Awards, to ask if you can talk about her brother in this detail, in this way? And then did you, did you talk to Will? Because Will was a part of the rollout. He's in the video with the whole family as you're unpacking your, your book. But it's like, why does Will Smith, like, did he do something to her for her to feel so comfortable to emasculate him? What do you think? I feel like the tables have turned here because going back to Jeannie and Jeezy, I wish now more than ever that the real was bad because I want to see Tamar talk about her man, why they fell out. I want to see Jeannie talk about Jeezy. But she is an oversharing talk show host and she's the one being tight-lipped. So for Jada to be so iconic and Will and Tupac, everyone's an icon in this little thing, except for August. I'll see him in all shape. But I don't get why. Is it for money? Why did... I don't I'm know. I'm asking you guys. I don't know. I mean, the way that she talk about Tupac, you can feel like the love that mm -hmm. she had for him. And it just further like is a jab at all of the stuff that Will is having to deal with right now. I just think she needs to be quiet. Like, it's just too much. It's too much. They better allow Will back at the Oscars for this, after this. Oh, well, Will, no, Will needs to be held accountable for what he did. I don't know that being banned from the Oscars for 10 years is fair. I think he's, this is the double consequence, right? Like, you got, you lost everything you fought your whole career for, and now your wife, who's supposed to be honoring you and cherishing you and respecting you and talking about you the way that she talks about it, her dead ex or friend or whatever, Tupac, I think it's just like insult on top of injury. And I just, I have so many questions, Jada, when I tell you this, this conversation that we will have will win us both an Emmy because I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to be on my Oprah compassion shit. And then I'm going to get into my Wendy Williams shit. Cause I just feel like there has to be a balance of, we understand and want to explore where you're going, but also we want to tell you how we think and how we feel. Um, and Will is somewhere, you know, I hope somebody is, while we're joking about this, checking on his mental health, because this is a lot to bear. And I wonder what their kids are feeling because they're seeing all this play out. But the question that we all want to ask is when to go public with relationships. You know, Will and Jada were together for years and now they're publicly unraveling, whereas Jeannie and and Jeezy weren't together that long and you fell in love so quick. She got her side dark meat and made it the, the <laughs> she, she said she's 
Jeannie was on the reel and she said this. You dated black guys. Loved black guys, yeah. yeah. I did, I did. But for me, dark meat on the side, white keeps me mean and lean, you know? That's why I, I married white man. That's what I like. Hold up. That's what happens when you get your dark meat on the side. I'm not blaming Jeezy, but hey, whatever. You signed up for that, Jeannie. Now you're a baby mama. No, but think about it, right? When do you go public? I'm talking to somebody. We all know. I, we've called him Crit Bay, And hey, Crit Bay, he's watching. But like, y'all not finna meet him? Even if we were dating, living together, and doing all the things that people who live together do, I mean, you've met him. You've met him. Everybody in here has met him. But like, they, they, y'all ain't finna meet him because... God forbid I do the whole we're in love thing for social media and then a year later we're not together or maybe you'll know him before a year, but I won't want to share that public thing until I know this is going to be around for a long time. Or do you think you'll be the type to like put an emoji over his body? <laughs> maybe that, maybe, maybe because that's still cute. But you know, you did last time you did that, they found him in two seconds. No, last time I did it as a joke, I me and we were all on, on uh, what we were Saint Thomas, Saint Thomas, at Saint yeah. Thomas for my birthday, and we took photos at my birthday party, and I put my arm around my friend, and I, as a joke, like oh, my straight friend, like oh, you're gonna be my boyfriend. I put an emoji over his face. My fans found his bracelet on another photo, did side by side, did a whole reveal of who my boyfriend was. His mom called him and said, oh, my God, did he get you? <laughs> you know, it was like a whole thing where we were like laughing because like, oh, my God. Um, here's his photo right here. Hi, Noah. OK, but anyway, Noah's straight. But that was funny that we 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 did that because, you know, whatever. So would I put Crip Bay? I don't know. But, you know, what we're focused on more is like building that solid foundation where we're really working on like how can we make money together? How can we coexist? How do we handle crisis when we don't want to be together? How do we get into therapy? What are your triggers? What are mine? I poke at him every day and try to set him off and he laughs at me because he's like, you're just crazy. And he's, he sounds like Rob <laughs> when he's like, you're fucking crazy. But what we're enjoying, and I've seen Jeezy and, and Jeannie Mai in private time. I was at One Oak one time going down to see somebody who I'm not going to say a name anymore because I'm just not talking about my friends anymore. But I went down to go see somebody else and Jeezy and Jeannie Mae were, Jeannie Mae were sitting right here and they were, I, you know, I was kind of glancing because I was trying to catch the tea without looking like I caught the tea, but they were like cozy and they looked like they were happy and maybe they were happy and no, who knows why it's falling apart and we won't know until Jeezy comes on the Jason Lee show because um, he did say he was coming on the show. But, I just think that like one thing that resonates in my mind when I did Love and Hip Hop and they wanted me to show a relationship, they were they said to me, I, I remember having a meeting. I never said this, by the way. I had a meeting with a producer at Starbucks and I brought this guy that I had just started sleeping with, but we weren't together. We were fucking. And I said, this is my boyfriend because this is one that I thought could be my boyfriend, by the way. No shade to him because I know he's going to find this somewhere because for whatever reason, I keep running to him. He was not the boyfriend material. He was not the boyfriend type. But I was in love and hip hop. And, you know, if you're going to be a star in love and hip hop, you have to be in love, not hip hop. Mm -hmm. uh, and so this was somebody that I was having sex with at the time. I thought, okay, this would be a good boyfriend for the show. I'll get to know him and really date him. Because, you know, whatever. And we, Me and him went to meet with producers at Starbucks. And I rem yes, and we were exploring what it would look like in the show. And he, he was nervous. But then I started getting more nervous and I said to her, do you think this is a good idea? Because I want people to respect me for what I do, not for who I am as gay or whatever. She said to me, do not bring a person in this show in a relationship if you want that relationship to exist. 
into last. Because the minute you go public, you invite the world into it. Mm -hmm. So the idea that I'm at home trying to figure out life with you, but then online we're fighting with what it looks like to them, and now they're a part of a private situation, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. And when I think about it, as we were talking about earlier with fame and going viral and this and that, you want to control what you can control. What I hate is when I do things that go viral out of my control. And we've all seen that happen. Those I hate because it's like, ugh. But everything else, it's like we strategically plan it. You know what I mean? Like we know. And you know, and when you're famous or when you're a public figure, you're gonna make mistakes. And when you're in a relationship, you know for sure your partner's gonna make a mistake. So I don't know. I don't think that it's smart to go public until you really know for sure. What do you think? Do you think that as the public, we are owed? No, I think I think that couples who are in the spotlight should absolutely take the time to get to know each other, to like really build a bond in a relationship because the moment the public finds out, everybody's going to have an opinion. Half of the people are going to tear you down. Brands are going to want to attach themselves. Everyone's going to want to have an interview. And what's, what's crazy is I just saw yesterday, uh, Julia Fox was talking about the Kanye relationship and she said the second day he asked her to be his girlfriend and then the next day, it was announced that they were in a relationship, but she didn't even like want that to happen yet. But it's like I think when things happen that I'm gonna fast, say, I'm gonna say allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I, I, I was at dinner with them, <laughs> Julia. Now you know I'm gonna have to text you this before I put this out there. Julia's friends, except for one, who was this hot guy? I don't remember him, but the rest were just weirdos. Didn't Kanye buy all them like Birkins or something? We were oh, all at dinner one night and they were talking. And I was looking at him like, ain't no way this group of people finna. Because, you know, you could say what you want about the Kardashians and I'm, I'm critical and all that. But they the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. They move as an army. They are smart. They are they are intellectually strategic with this social media, internet, what things look like, how to... Like, if you've watched them when they were old frumpy with the plaid, old Navy outfits to today, these girls are... They they deserve... There needs to be curriculum based around turning a hoe into a <laughs> desperate housewife. Okay? But I, I just feel like this girl was never right. And nobody... But I knew... I think what Kanye liked about her was that she had... Allegedly. Fuck all these other rappers. And it was like, mm. I got the girl that y'all want. Because in her world, she was like hotter on, I don't know. Well, she's friends with Madonna, you know, whatever. Kanye's weird like that. But if you get with somebody and the next day, it's an announcement. Yeah, yeah you know, it's a setup you know, and it's not a real relationship. It's not yeah. going to work. And that's why I think if you really want it to work, you got to have that bond with the person. You know? I think you all will find out about my relationship the day we post our engagement. <laughs> you know? Because he asked me the other night if he would take my name. And then I sent him a picture of some jewelry. I found some rings. Wait, if he would take your name? Yes. Gagging, right? Rings already? No, no, no. I just, we were like have, jokingly having no, fun with yeah. the conversation. So I started Googling wedding bands and like looking at different, like, you know what I mean? Because like my band going to be. I stopped. I think my wedding band would have his name spelled out in diamonds mm. and his wedding band would have my name spelled out. And then okay. if we don't work out, I will swap rings. Here, you take this shit. I'll take that. <laughs> right. And you it's know? just you your name. You can't get diamonds on the bottom, though, because they'll get chippy and fall out when you put your hand well, down. I don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking rich. I do the hey. Anyway. Uh, no, we're not talking marriage. But we're, you know, because we're having all the conversation. Like, he has a kid. What would I look like as a step parent? I want my own kids. I think. Do I, don't I? What is the what? wedding going to be lit? You can only bring a few people because you're from the hood. You know what I mean? Like, we're we're having conversations, <laughs> not about actually getting married, though. But you, this is what I will say. I 
talked about this before. There are people and there are stories of people, the generation before us, mm -hmm. like maybe your family, your parents, right? They meet each other. They know they're going to be together forever. They marry. They fucking go through hell and back together. They say, no matter what, we're going to do it. We don't We don't live in that era anymore where people actually want to work on shit mm -hmm. and actually want to love you for being you. Like, I don't know. I don't see Jeezy as the type of, the snowman, as the type of person that saw Jeannie Mai on the reel and said, that's my wife. I think he met her, fell in love with her. She's a likable mm -hmm. person. We know she liked her dark meat on the side. This is probably the first time in her whole life she saw the dark meat as being the meat she wanted on her immediate plate. <laughs> Boom. They became a thing. Will and Jada, that may have been a relationship out of... Um... <laughs> Optics? No. Um, mutual protection. Mm. Mm. Um <laughs> Freedoms, mm. flexibilities. Mm. I mean that. Listen, if I announce today that Tiffany Haddish and I are a couple, viral, viral. Jason Lee, the homosexual <laughs> podcaster, talk show host, is in a and engaged to Tiffany Haddish. Viral. Mm -hmm. People do that in this industry because they know how much money and opportunities and interviews. If I can go on Good Morning America with Tiffany Haddish to talk about our relationship and our and hold her hand. Yes. Now my hand gonna be sweaty as fuck because my gay ass gonna be like, bitch, if you don't hurry up. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, do you know, like from a brand perspective, because even though we talk about seriously having kids together, one of those things is I don't wanna be Tiffany Haddish's baby daddy. But mm -hmm. we know what's going to happen. So how do you strategically roadmap that to where they're going to get what they need, but it's also going to be something that's protected and, you know. That's why I feel like they, you can't do anything but respect Lotto's relationship, alleged. With who? You saw the tattoo. 21 Savage is now an American citizen, so we can just move along. <laughs> but I don't, are they even together anymore? I don't think so. By the way, Lotto, if you're mad at me, it's your fault. Just, just get over it because I actually really love Lotto. Okay, love all of you are on YouTube are going to say this. Lotto, I love you. You're the first rapper to put my name in a song. And you so goddamn hot. Come back over here and bring Christina Aguilar and whatever y'all were eating in that video. I like Lotto. By the way, love. I have to say, Lotto's moving smart. Lotto's mm -hmm. going, see, while all you ratchet rap queens out there talking about pussy pink, booty hole brown, and, and oozy goozy... Patuzzi's, <laughs> she's going for the pop world. She got Mariah, now she got Christina Aguilera. She's yep. smart. So I don't know who her management team is, but Lotto, y'all not y'all taking your eyes off a of Lotto and y'all gonna have a Lotto problem. <laughs> Johnny, like Johnny's yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. A whole lot of problems. It's a whole lot of problems in this motherfucker. Anyway, okay, oh. bye. All right, well, listen, I don't care what you say. You used to say I was fat and gay, and now I'm not fat and I'm still gay. But is a natural body and natural beauty overrated? Now, first of all, whoever picked this picture of Stacey Dash, y'all are shady because ain't nothing nice about that. You look like what J-Lo looked like in, um, not Get Out, but what was that movie where Enough when she was beat, beat in the face by her baby daddy who chased her down in the house? You look like you had enough, Stacey. Damn well, the Clueless star is going viral because she started a whole conversation about and a whole movement about having no makeup on. Although, Alicia Keys kind of beat you to that because she hasn't been wearing makeup for years. 
When a recent TikTok she posted, Stacey was all smiles and com uh, commended all celebrities who were also showing off their natural beauty and did she makeup. Now, I know you ain't trying to come for Rihanna because that's Fenty Beauty all day long. And Rihanna, with or without makeup, is gorgeous. So, you know, shout out to the girls that is wearing makeup. But this is uh, what Stacey said on TikTok. No makeup challenge. And I commend all of you actresses who are doing this. More power to us. Peace. I want to do the no Botox challenge. <laughs> because, Stacey, I have Botox. I know a no moving forehead when I see one. But I will say, you got to give it to her. She did look pretty. Gorgeous. She looked pretty in that with natural. She, that was natural beauty. She had on some makeup. She had. I on, mean, she, she had that on looked some, like that looked like some lip she gloss. She had lip gloss. That's not makeup. Mask. Yes, that is. Put run that back. Run, run that. She had on some mascara. Those look natural to she me. She got some blush on her cheeks. That looks okay. Kaylin, is that makeup or no? It looks like tinted moisturizer and like a pink with a lip gloss. That's makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Stacey, you look great to me. Uh, I think I'm at a table full of haters. Uh, we have a makeup artist, a makeup magician over here that put this together, um, who says that maybe you permanently drew on your eyebrows and maybe you got a little lip gloss. And uh, look, I think you look great. Uh, Rob, you just started doing your own makeup last week. So you're in no position of an expert. You and your Sephora shopping makeup kits can just fall back. Okay? Either she ate a basket of chicken or she has on lip gloss. Okay, the fact that she would bring up a woman, black woman eating chicken, I would have expected that. I'm talking that. about I Greece. I would have expected no, that from Marina. I knew it. I knew it. I'm talking about how greasy her lips were. She obviously has on some, and they were like pink. Okay, you guys are lip. focused on the damn shininess While of the lip this, gloss. Can you come and give me some? Okay. <laughs> you, no, no, go ahead. Go back. You guys are over here focused on the shininess of the lip gloss. How about the crazy in the eyes? Because that's all that I'm staring at here is the glazed eyeballs for me. First and foremost, they were reaching out to us to set up an interview with her. So, I don't want that. Excuse me, this is the Jason Lee show. No, <laughs> right. And. Oh. This is DIY. Okay, do it yourself. You oh, actually, that? I'm not even doing it myself. Okay. Meow. This is not makeup. Is this makeup, Kaylin? Technically. I mean, it's. But is this. This is like. is This This ain't lip gloss, because I told you don't give me lip gloss. So this is. It's a lip mask. Okay. Meow, look at. Moisturize. Look at yes. this. Look at this. Oh my God. <laughs> Roll the video. <laughs> Attentively, man. Okay, now look. See? Now, did you tell I have anything on? No. Y'all just some haters. Uh, Stacy, I think you look great. But now, I want y'all to put makeup on. I want Alicia Keys to call Rihanna and let her beat her face because I want to see Alicia Keys. Like, it's. The makeup isn't that Alicia Keys needs it because I've seen mm, her. She's, she's fucking beautiful. beautiful. Like, and I, I didn't even know Alicia Keys was as cool as she is. I saw her on the Drink Channels interview. I'm like, damn, I want to interview Alicia Keys. But makeup on these artists for me is like, it's like magical. It's like a part of the whole thing. Like Beyonce on mm. tour with the makeup and all that. Now, you don't need to see Beyonce every day. 
uh, with makeup on now. She don't have the, she don't have skin like Alicia Keys because I've seen Beyonce up close. You cute <laughs> and you know you mother, but her skin this uh, tour she looked great because she has a new makeup artist. I think I think his name is Raquel. I don't know. He doing some magic over there. But what I'm saying is that I want to see. Like glam. Lady Gaga, like glam, yes. like yeah, because like when you see Beyonce come out the ground, don't come out with that Stacey Dash <laughs> shit on, with a lip mask and drawn on eyebrows. You better come out fucking hair blowing. Her hair better be blowing into section one twelve, and she better have the makeup on because that's what we pay for. Am I right? Am I wrong? Mm-mm. That's yeah, that's the fantasy of celebrity. Like we want to achieve like that unattainable beauty that we see or that unattainable wealth. Like that's the fantasy of entertainment. But if you just coming out looking like you just woke up and you worked for 17 hours the day before, like I, that, that doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything for the magic of entertainment. And I'm, I ain't gonna lie. Some of y'all are just ugly. <laughs> and look, <laughs> I want to be very clear on what this topic title is. Is natural beauty overrated? Some of y'all don't have natural beauty. <laughs> There's some of you that are just plain ugly. And I know I had a whole debate with Kendra G a couple years ago in <laughs> Chicago around somebody that I thought didn't have natural beauty and she tried to drag me and I dragged her. It was a moment that I do not want to relive. But I'm telling you right now, some of you are ugly. And <laughs> the thing about, why are you laughing? Because somebody had to say it. But what's Right. I'm not messy. I'm literally saying things that things that, that you think. I can say names right now, and I'm not going to because you guys will say, oh, you're being mean, you're this, you're that. If I put up pictures right now, y'all be like, what zoo did that animal get released from? And you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to do it because I've grown, I've evolved. Um, but I'm going to show you. Hold on. Hold on. Please don't do this. Hold on. Hold on. I'm scared. <laughs> so so listen the topic is na- the topic is natural beauty is natural beauty overrated no natural beauty is not overrated when you look like alicia keys or when you look like <laughs> halle berry halle berry or gabrielle union gabrielle union stacy dash stacy dash because i want to say the photo on the left is a mugshot, and uh, i pray to god i look like that hold on, hold on. kim kardashian kim without makeup i've said this before even before i started about her loose lip vagina and all the traffic that it's entertained she is fucking beautiful without makeup um and there's a lot of women that are um kelly Rowland. kelly Rowland. oh my god <laughs> not that's it make sure you're streaming the jason lee podcast everywhere that podcasts can be streamed and that you're watching this over on youtube the jason lee show Jaden, alexis and Blueface is coming up tomorrow baby watch it it's going to be live audio everywhere it streams tomorrow on tuesday and then wednesday you can watch our youtube channel and continue to support everything hollywood unlocked you can also make sure you text me at 310-388-6463 i'm gonna start texting y'all back until then america and beyond goodbye the Jason Lee Podcast.